Hey, y'all, and welcome to uh, my podcast, The Art of Coaching. Um, so today's episode is, to be quite honest, I uh, I had no intention of doing a podcast today, but I was just so overtaken by something that occurred to me today. Um, I had to tell you guys. And when I say occurred to me today, it occurred to me every day. I just didn't recognize it. So I've been doing this, I'm telling you a story. I've been doing this puzzle. Ever since uh, the quarantine thing happened, I went out, got myself a thousand-piece puzzle, and, you know, I started doing it. And there were times where I wanted to get the whole puzzle and flip it upside down, you know, and just absolutely just burn it all, burn it to the friggin' ground. And, um, no, because you get aggravated. Puzzles are aggravating. And so after a while, like, for about a week, you know, I, I organized my whole puzzle. You know, put all the, it was a, it was a picture of a father and a son um, at, like, it looks like a lake house, you know, so it's pretty cool. Very, uh, very uh, nature-esque. And, you know, so I uh, put all the roof together, you know, like, in a pile, put all the grass together, you know, the house that or looked like the house together, the sky. So I, I thought I was on top of my game. Like, I was confident. I was like, this is going to be the best puzzle ever. There is not going to be another puzzle that I do that's so organized. I have all this figured out. And as I got into it, I started getting so aggravated with it. So I was like, why can't I find that missing piece? The piece is there in front of me. It's not like I have to go out and find it. It's there in front of me. Like, all I do is just look. And I want you to think about a hole. You know, when, when you get a hose, you know, when you turn the water on, you bend the hose, no water flow. You're, you're forcing the flow to stop. Um, the act of a force is causing, or a lack thereof, a water flow. But the art of doing nothing, of just not touching it and letting it be, the water flows. So after the week, I gave it a break, didn't really do anything. You know, I'm just aggravated. Can't find all the missing pieces. And then today I went there. You know, I just gave it a look. And all the puzzles that, you know, I just walked by. I had my cup of coffee. and walking by. I was like, oh, there's a piece. Oh, there's another piece. Oh, sick. Oh, there's another piece. Oh, there's another piece. And before I know it, I pretty much just finished my whole puzzle. And that was a quick, like, 200 pieces I just knocked out. It was, it was bananas. So I'm thinking from from a performance standpoint, how... How the hell did that just happen? How did that just happen? Um, you know, because I still had, like, the sky to do. I still had the whole roof to do. You know, so it wasn't like I got the whole picture done. And there was a lot that I still had to do. But what, what I noticed, I, I noticed a couple of things. One, I put a lot of pieces in backwards. And... That's important to know because in my mind, I wanted that piece to fit so well. I wanted that piece to just fit there so I can move on that I forced it. I forced it. 
And in that moment, I had no idea that I forced it. Because to me, my perception of the whole thing was it looked good. I was like, oh, yeah, that fits. That looks good. And it wasn't until I came back around and looked at it for a second time, or well, a third time, fourth time, fifth time. I was like, wait a second, what am I doing? And then when I figured, I was like, oh, that piece goes over here, and that piece goes right in, and then I noticed that it wasn't far off. It was one piece over and upside down. And the other piece, that there, was, there was a piece that was in between it that fit. The point I'm getting at is, with, with a lot of things that we do, we might have the tendency to force it. When the only thing we have to do is take a step back and remove ourselves. You see, my issue with the puzzle was I got so emotionally uh, into it. You know, like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys have ever done puzzles before, but, like, once you start, it's, like, it's addicting. You, you want to finish it. Especially one with a thousand, that's a bit more challenging. So... With a lot of things, I think we get... There is such a thing as a Goldilocks effect. I think we get too invested sometimes into things. Um, and, look, we want it so bad. Like, and that applies for baseball. That applies for anything. And what happens is we start gripping things too tightly without us really ever knowing. Because to us, time is just going by. We can't feel getting the grip getting tighter, but it is. And before we know it, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a stop of everything. Hold up, I gotta beep this person. That wasn't very nice of them. Um. So, uh, going off topic real quick, what I just said that that's called an angry blast. An angry blast. Um. In, in driving school, I was taught you either have friendly toots, like a little bit of a toot toot, like hey guys. Or you have an angry blast where you just you lay on it. Um, I try to stay away from the angry blast as much as possible. But it's inevitable sometimes. Um, yeah, so the, the, the puzzle t- taught me a lot of lessons with that. and um, it, it was kind of humbling at the same time because, you know, I'm thinking, wow, the the... The simplicity of everything. The simplicity of just not caring. You know, I I didn't really care. I didn't have... My goal of that day was not to finish the puzzle. It was honestly... The puzzle didn't even cross my mind. It just happened. I let it be. I let it manifest. And it's tough to say that about things that we're super passionate about. How do you tell a college athlete, yeah, just go be. You know, don't care that much hard but every but, but nothing worth having comes easy it, it comes with effort if you find yourself getting tense and mad at your performance you're not doing it right you're not you're not doing it right the biggest adjustment I made in my playing career was when I finished and I started to appreciate it, the game more. I play in a pretty cool league. It's uh, Sunset. It's a league out in Newport, Rhode Island. But you get to play at Cardines. Cardines is one of the oldest fields in the country. and It's awesome. 
and I get to play against former guys that I grew up with, uh, former college guys, even present college guys, maybe guys that I've coached or coached against, and guys I have a lot of respect for, and it's kind of cool that I get to match up against them. And it's it's always you know in the summer, uh, in the evening, and it's nice. It's nice, but summer baseball is the best, and. It's the little things, like just coming into the dugout and you have like, the, the crickle and crackle of the spikes. And you really have nothing to be upset about. We're playing baseball. We're doing what we love. If it wasn't for baseball, I wouldn't have gone to college. I'm being honest with you here. I was going to be a cop. And we take that for granted. And I think that we're all kind of experiencing that right now with just with everything going on. We're taking it for granted. Or we took it for granted. The game's a beautiful thing. It really is. It's it's perfect. It's perfect. It's just 60 feet, 6 inches. It's perfect. 90 feet. The plate, perfect size. The width. Field dimensions. It's, isn't that crazy how, like, the field is right up perfect distance where, like, you might, like, you have to square one up to hit one out. There are some fields that are kind of shakwad, you know, they're all, like, 300 feet down the line. But for the most part, 330 down the line is pretty good. And it takes for a good swing to hit it out. Maybe with the BSR bats, it's a bit different, but now it's a little bit more true. The game has a perfect balance. And it's harmony. It's just harmony. It is. And we, we should have let the harmony flow. When I was in college, I used to... I used to... Oh, my God. I used to lose my mind. I was a pitcher. Um, you know, come in. If I had a bad inning, I felt like, you know, you're embarrassed. And you feel like you let the team down. You're afraid of what other people might think. You know, like, oh, what the hell? You know, Gary, you stink. Um... And sometimes you're right, I did think. But what I failed to notice was, no matter how poorly I did, I didn't get kicked out of school. You know, I uh, still had all my friends. They knew I was trying my hardest out there. That's all that matters. And what does matter is the preparation up to that point. If you hate losing so much, you want to compete so bad, and you hate it to the point where it makes you sick and angry, then you harness that. And you put that into your off season, so that you don't have you you want to work so hard, so efficient that you're putting yourself in the best possible position to not get mad, to 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 not perform well or lack thereof to the point where you get so upset. If you're getting upset during games, I'm telling you right now as a coach, I'm like, I look at you, I'm like, what's this kid doing? Like, you know, like, like swearing, hitting, uh, you know, like, like punching stuff. Like, what is that? What is that? Coach, I want it. No, you're, you're, you're mentally soft. Mentally. I want a guy who's balanced, a guy who doesn't lose his, his, uh, his discipline, no matter what, no matter what the situation is. Yeah, we lose our cool here and there. 
It's natural, we're human. But can't let that be an everyday thing. You can't. So what did I learn from the puzzle? Let things go. Let things flow naturally. Sorry, I'm going over a lot of speed bumps right now. But also, take a step back when you need to. You know, because then that might actually be a, the big difference maker for you. And things ain't start making sense. Just like they wouldn't a puzzle. Have a good day, everyone.